Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Adiola Depot here. Thank you again for downloading Fight Night Extra. A reminder that I'll be joined every single Monday live on TalkSport 2 by Gareth A. Davis to dissect all the latest from the world of boxing and MMA. 2021 is set to be a huge year for boxing, both in the UK and abroad, and we'll have you covered every single step of the way. If you can't join us live, make sure you subscribe to the Fight Night podcast channel to ensure you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, you can also check out some of the other great boxing programming, the likes of Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and the boy from Brownsville, the Mike Tyson story. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Good afternoon, everyone. If you love your boxing and you love your MMA, we have a brand new show every single week called Fight Night Extra with myself and the great Gareth A. Davis. We'll be looking forward to some of the big fights that could happen, will happen in 2021. Today, we're going to look about and talk about Derek Chisora. That fight now against Joseph Parker was announced last week. We'll discuss that. We'll hear from Eddie Hearn, ahead of Dillian White's massive, massive rematch against Alexander Povetkin. Repeat or revenge? We'll ask the questions and we'll speak to the new WBO cruiserweight champion, the man from Hackney, the, the former McDonald's worker, Lawrence O'Coley. Uh, this is Final Extra here on TalkSport 2. So obviously I started boxing, I was working at McDonald's and then, um, you know, managed to get myself onto the Great Britain team. Fortunately, I was good enough to get to the 2016 Olympics. Um, now that I turn professional, everything's changing. I'm getting noticed on the road when I go out. I'm getting more money than I've ever gotten. I'm just taking everything in my stride and just building. A 2016 Rio Olympian with a perfect professional record. From Hackney, London, he is the source, Lawrence O'Coley. O'Coley has got him going early here, and the barrage is fairly relentless. One of the most important things is the body. That's just got him there straight to the solar plexus, and he's felt that Russell Hedgehog did not see that coming. As soon as you say that, down he goes, and his eyes don't look very focused there. They don't look very clear. The referee, Reese Cartwright, is counting him. And the and it's woke it up. The towel has come in anyway. Well, his head has been bounced around here by Coley. A referee, Kieran McCann, scores this contest 59 
to 54 in favor of the winner still undefeated the sauce lawrence O'Goley. that's a very good stoppage by the referee there is no need to take any more punishment russell henshaw was outgunned and lawrence o'coley gets the fourth win of his career and once again in that first round all right let's talk about the big man lawrence o'coley the new wbo cruiserweight world champion gareth and look to be honest with you that was a flawless performance i mean for a guy that's still very much a novice when it comes to professional boxing there was absolutely nothing wrong with that he used the jab when he needed to land that big right hand we know look gareth we know how big his right hand is when he needed to land it he did and in the end got rid of an experienced christopher um Gwavatsky, i've been told the pronunciation is i keep saying glowacki and is the new champion of the world unbelievable well, performance no, it was. I'm going with Glowacki. You're going Sorry with Glowacki? Oh, I'm, I'm happy. With Christoph Glowacki, all Perfect. flaming hour. Yeah, I'm good. going with... He, he, he duffed up Glowacki, end <laughs> of. Um, or Glowacki, or however you want to say it. But here's the thing. <laughs> Lawrence, right, has always been impressive. Mm. And I have never found him more impressive than the two interviews I did with him in the two weeks going into this interview. I can hear someone else in my ear from the studio. I don't know why. But um, he was so impressive for the two weeks going into it because he mentally showed no nerves. He had poise, power, presence, and all of those things. Yeah, yeah. And I've already seen Lawrence today before I came on, on this show, and he's not overawed by what he's done. He, this is the beginning. He wants that Rolex watch of Eddie Hearn, right? He yeah. wants it. Was it and, a, a gold sky dweller, that. isn't it? I think it's a gold the, the, the squad. Gold, about yeah. 40K they are. Yeah, see, easy easy but, pickings for Eddie Hearn. I mean, he'll uh, get yeah, that. Yeah, but he still should have been careful about what he said with that because he, he said it those years ago when he was a teenager or in his early 20s and just starting out. But what was most impressive about Lawrence is mm. it's like when you throw a punch. You don't throw a punch to land on someone. You throw a punch to go through them yeah. and land two feet behind them. Yes. He's already thinking two feet behind his opponents. And that's what impresses me about him. He's taking canonical ownership of his career mm. and his life. He's seen his parents do it. In their late 30s and both get degrees, Lawrence and Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, he's an impressive human being. I've had lots of chats with Lawrence where we've talked about his style, Addy. And I said, don't worry, you're six foot five. Yeah, you've got 85 inch reach, like John Jones in MMA. Um, no one can get near you. You've got power to die for. So what if you're an awkward, not crowd pleasing fighter? Become the unified champion. And they'll love you anyway, believe me. And, and, and they will, because this is a guy with genuine modesty. He's African-British. He's one of ours. Mm. He's ours, yeah? I, I'm happy. And I love him for it. I'm so happy you spoke about the not worrying about what fans think about his style, because I've yeah. even started to see a turn in fans now. And, and I, I said this to Lawrence as well when I saw him in Saudi Arabia. Forget that. Just win the belts. Do what you do. He's stopping people. He's stopping people at British level. He stopped Ngarbu very easily as well at European level. And they will come. And they're starting to come as well. He's growing his brand. We know he's a musician now. He's an author as well. He's ticking every single box. Well, and I well, love it. Yeah, I'm quite... Well, listen, I've got critique of his music he might like. I've got critique of his <laughs> writing styles. Dare, 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 what is it? Dare to be dare to be inspired or whatever his book yes. out. April the 8th with, with um, Random House. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is this. 
that, that the best thing about Lawrence is he's worked out. John Jones and I talked about this years ago to go back to a, a guy who he likes as well because he's a fan. Very similar his, frames. Very similar, very similar frames. frames. But also yeah. Israel Adesanya over mm. the weekend was giving Lawrence praise and he was happy about that. Love that but, as well. Yeah, but the, the thing is this. John Jones and I talked years ago about this and it's something I've always thought about. The 10-80-10 rule, Eddie. Mm. There's always 10% that love you. There's always 10% that hate you. And the 80 in the middle swing with the times. Good shout. Yeah. Very and good shout. And he show. got, and an, an, you could feel it. Mm. He got an outpouring of love because yeah. he's never screamed and shouted about himself. When he had British beef with Isaac, um, Isaac Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah. I mean, I called it corned beef hash the way they fought, not oh, British it, beef. It was awful. Because it was asleep. awful. They yeah, were nine awful. fight novices, undefeated, yeah. mm. 10,000, or about nine fights, 10,000 crowd in the O2 arena. And, you know, Lawrence fought like Lawrence was fighting at the time. Smash him, grab him. Smash him, grab him. Look, Lawrence is a freak physically. Yeah. To squeeze 200 pounds into I don't, I don't know how he does it. No, I don't know it, how he does it. Exactly. I'm 200 pounds right now, and I'm like, I look at Lawrence, and we're two different exactly. human beings. I'm not quite sure. But he showed the presence of mind and the power poise and so much potential to go further on on Saturday night. He didn't put a foot wrong. That's the scary thing for me. Obviously, look, we've got other champions. Bradis, who, look, to be fair, is a level above right now. Macabu's the winnable fight for me. There is still so much that I think him working with Shane McGuigan is going to show us in the next couple of years. That inside game, we're still going to see that. If he can add, and a lot of people dig him about his inside fighting, but look, if he can add a bit to it, to, to go with that long-range jab and, and the right hands, he's going to be a freak, not just at cruiserweight, in the heavier division as well, I think, in years to come. Not now. I don't want to rush him. In years to come. Look, um, I was with David Hay when he unified the titles um, against uh, Enzo Macronelli. I was in, in Paris um, that night when, you know, he again had great success against Jean-Marc Mormec, where he was down like Bambi on ice in yeah. the fifth round, but yeah. finished Mormec in in the seventh round. There wasn't a huge crowd that night, but David had to go abroad and do it. Mm. Um, David's probably, our, our, I think, our most decorated cruiserweight of all time, given that he went up to heavyweight as well. But I do think that Lawrence can go better than that. I just think Ooh. he's... Ooh. I do. I think he can it's go better. I think, it's a big shout. Well, I, think, I think he can unify the cruiserweight division. Yeah. And I think he can hold a world title and hold it for a while. Mm. Um, when... Excuse me, I'm getting overexcited here today. You should, um, you should be. This is a yeah, good show exactly. today. It's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> when, 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 you, when Tyson Fury, and when Anthony Joshua, um, when Deontay Wilder's gone, I'm like Lawrence against Deontay Wilder. Mm, what a fight! I'm with what you. A fight. I'm with you, Gareth. What it's a, a great fight. fight! It's a great You're matchup. Such, as like, soon as I said it, your face lit up because it's a great matchup, and just because Deontay Wilder isn't much bigger than Lawrence. No, he isn't, isn't much bigger. And you know what? Lawrence will be a better boxer by the time they meet, if they meet. Oh, so man. there's so much. There's, there's, there's so much. Look, Evander Holyfield is one of the great cruiserweight to heavyweight champions, probably the greatest. Mm. Yeah, and he is the greatest. Um, but, you know, Alexander Usyk may prove something as an undisputed cruiserweight king. Yeah. And, what you know, with what he manages at heavyweight, I think the super heavyweights are too big for him now. Of course, but yeah. We, we are looking at the coronation or the birth, I would say, more of, I think a new British sports star, and we should all get behind Lawrence Ocoli. All right, you, you mentioned um, heavyweights there, and this is a good segue into um, the fight on the weekend, Dillian White versus Povetkin. Are you are you going to Gibraltar for this one, by the way? Are you going for it? Well, no, I'm isolating, my friend, because ah. I've just been in Las Canarias con Billy Joe Saunders for the last three or four oh, days. Look at, so that, look at that, the good life. 
Look at the good and life. It's not the good life. Well, the I want to say this very life. clearly. The is not no, the good life. Let me tell you what, at the moment, right, and I mean this sincerely. Go on. Do not try and jump on a plane and go abroad at the moment unless you have a very, and I'm being serious now, mm. for a, a very solid reason. There is so much to fill out, tests to take, serious checks everywhere you go. And I've just been to London, Madrid, Madrid, um, Fuerteventura, Ventura, Madrid, and then back here um, yesterday. Um, and I'm back in, in London, in the UK. Mm. Um, do not try and go... I'm not saying don't book holidays this summer, but it's very, very closed everywhere at the moment. And yes, it was great to see Billy Joe Saunders. And I'm not joking. He was the most special Addy I've ever seen him. Mentally, physically, emotionally, Love everything. It. This is what I need he, to hear. I need to hear he this. Is, I know Billy really well. Yeah. I might have sunk a few tequilas myself on the first night. But we no, had a no, no great... shocker. No shocker. No, no shocker there. Yeah. But we had a great day of filming with him for mm. zone, which is showing the fight, him and Canelo, on, on, um, in the gym and in a studio set. Uh, in, the, in the 13 years that I've known Billy, yeah, since he was an Olympian at 18, I, I was so aware of how present he was in the interview, oh. how much this fight means for him, how he... Fears this guy in all the right ways. Good. I came back from Spain, utterly stoked. I say not traveling at the moment. Utterly stoked. After the May the 1st Eddie Hearn fight takes, event takes place, which I know we're going to discuss later. Mm. Derek Chisora and, and, and um, Joseph, Joseph Parker. Parker and Katie Taylor and Natasha Jonas. I want to be on a plane to Texas to, to be out there all fight week because it's going to be I'm with you, Gareth. Gareth, I'm with you. Gareth. Special. It's going to be... Absolutely ridiculous. Let's jump to quickly, though. Let's go back to Dylan White versus Povetkin this weekend. Um, repeat or revenge. I mean, that's the slogan everyone's saying just because of the way in which Dylan White was viciously, and it was viciously knocked out by Povetkin. It was such a beautiful punch. In terms, It was just, it was, technically, it was one of the best uppercuts I've seen in such a long time for Povetkin. Um, this fight was supposed to happen in November. It got cancelled. It was supposed to happen in January. COVID hit for Povetkin. We are here now in March. Who has the layoff helped the most? Well, it depends. I mean, I mentioned this on the show before. It depends how much COVID has affected Alexander Povetkin because we hear we, he was in hospital. Mm. Will it have affected his lung capacity? All those kind of things. Yeah. Um, uh, he's, what is he, 41 now? Um, no, it, if Dillian had time to think about it, to prepare. He's very frustrated. More time with the, his new trainer as well. More time in Mark Tibbs, yeah. Mm. Um, but but he, I have spoken to Dillian about it and he, he has found, you know, it peed him off, he told me, the postponements. But, you know, again, I've spoken to him a couple of times in the last two weeks, and he seems in a really good mindset. You know, I did a piece with him in the Sunday Telegraph where, he, you know, he was saying, how can I not be enjoying my fight life? I was stabbed so many times and shot when I was a youngster. I never thought I'd make it to 30, mm. he told me as a 32-year-old. It's amazing. You know? His story, he, I, Dylan White's story is amazing. I think... No one really like it's not. Told it's shocking, Addy. Yeah. It's not amazing. Sorry, it's no. shocking. It's, 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 it's so shocking. No, it's amazing ha where he is, yeah. considering Absolutely. where he's come from. That's what I meant. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 so inspiring. And Dillian, like Lawrence, Dillian's changed since he's become a box office fighter. You know, you, you know all these guys as well. Mm. You know, he's changed, and he sees even when things are bad for him, he sees the joy in it. So to really answer your question, I think. That Dillian's up for this. He he was he was beating Povetkin in the first fight, out jabbing a great bot, won Olympic gold. 
I think he'll be more cautious this time and the, and the outcome will, will transpire towards the end of the fight and I think he'll get a KO. Should be a fantastic fight on the weekend. Great undercard as well, by the way. Uh, one of the standouts on the undercard for me is Fabio Wardley versus Eric Molina. I mean, that's a big step up for Wardley against Molina, uh, a wily vet. All right, up next, uh, we'll be talking to, I think, um, the future, uh, the future of British boxing. That man is standing by. That man is the great Lawrence Coley. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Yeah, this is Fight Night Extra here on TalkSport 2 with myself, Adi Oladipo, and the great Gareth A. Davis. Remember, if you've missed any, any of today's show, you can always catch up with our podcast. Just search for The Fight Night wherever you download your podcast for access to all previous episodes. Some good ones as well to look out for, such as Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and The Boy from Brownsville, The Mike Tyson Story. His names as a British cruiserweight champion of the world. And he wants to go on and unify and then go and rock the heavyweight division. Nothing wrong with his ambition. No, no, absolutely. Like I say, one of his biggest assets. Oh, what a shot. And he lays out Christoph Gravansky. Lawrence Akali in the sixth round. He's never going to make it. No. Our next guest, look, I, I have to be honest with you. I, like, there's some people that I just, I'm a fanboy of. I, there's some I just support. I don't know if it's the African sort of Nigeria thing, the British African. I don't know what it is. Lawrence Okoli is one of those fighters that I absolutely love. I've always said to people, and there's been some critics, and I've like, look, Lawrence Okoli has cleaned up British and European level without even moving into second gear. Without even moving, we saw him go to. I'm gonna. We, we saw him go to third gear on the weekend and wipe out Christoph Glowacki to become the new WBO cruiserweight king. He joins me now, Mr. Sauce, Mr. Penny Boy, Lawrence Okoli, world yes, champion. Yes. Is, is it sunk? Bro? Is it sunk in? World champion, brother. Uh, it's hard to say. Like it's, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. You know, I think when they let us outside, I really get to feel it. But as of right now, you know, I'm just um, enjoying, enjoying enjoying um, being called the champ and being able to accept it. Lawrence, congr many congratulations. You and I have spoken many times. I'm not a fanboy. I'm more like a father figure to you, I'd like to think. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but many congratulations. Your po I was saying to Addy, your poise, your presence and your massive potential now, which you always had anyway. What I'm so impressed with you today is that you're doing the media rounds. You're still working. And it shows to me the appetite that you genuinely have. You're not, you haven't booked a holiday. You know, you're not out sunning yourself. You are still focused on the moment. But I want to know from deep in your blood, yeah, from deep in your blood, how satisfying it feels that all the doubters about you, your style wasn't right, this, that, and the other, how satisfying it feels today to be called a world champion. Yeah, I think that's massively satisfying, you know. Um... As I said, even I'm, um, you know, I'm really good at just putting it to the back of my mind or just not 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 really um, processing like negative comments and stuff. But they're still there. And um, before this fight, I actually made a mistake. And I, I, you know, it's all experience. I watched a video of like a prediction video from someone who um, I, I like to watch on um, YouTube, and the guy was just absolutely tearing into me and my no. style. No. 
I know yeah. who it is. I know who it is, Lawrence. I know exactly yeah. who it is. And I told I you already, stop, stop watching him and watch me. Watch Addy, my YouTube name channel. Him, name him. Oh, shame him, Addy. I, I don't want to do name it. Him. I don't, Dwyer. Name him. Dwyer. Yeah. Dwyer. <laughs> Dwyer's his name. And I, I'm like, no, I'm not having it. Shame him. I'm not having it because it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And this is someone that, and Dwyer's a boxing man. But look, we're not going to go too much on him. But this is someone. Well, he's yeah. wrong, isn't he? He doesn't he's have the wrong. foresight. He doesn't have the foresight to see where yeah. someone could add small improvements and, and dominate. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's what's upset me, Lawrence. Yeah, and 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 it upset me. And I just remember, I just wrote like, you know what? I'm gonna show you tomorrow. No problem, you know. Mm. And uh, it really motivated me. Um, and you know, there's been criticisms of my style and, and the way I box. And don't get me wrong, you know, um, there's some. If I believe it, I take it on board and I work on it. You know, if I don't believe it, I just I just ignore it. Um, so there's a lot of stuff I want to work on. Mm. However, back to what. The question was, yeah, it was greatly satisfying because there's a lot of people who didn't think I could win, who didn't want to see me win, but ultimately I was still able to go out there and, you know, make my supporters proud. You know what I liked, Lawrence, at the end of the fight? Uh, well, I, loved, I liked loads of things, but at the end of the fight, what I liked is that you gave props to your old coach as well. There's a lot of talk mm -hmm. about Shane McGuigan, and rightly so, and we're going to talk about the improvements that Shane's done with you, but I, I like that you gave your old coach props who's got you to that level, right? I mean, who saw something in you and developed what you've got now, which is a great jab, great foot movement, and I think it was good that you shouted him out as well, which I think is important. And I was super impressed, even more so, with you playing chess in the background before you fight. I mean, that, that, that I, I like. I didn't put that out there. Um, yeah, no, it's good. I like playing chess, you know. <laughs> it's probably my favourite game. Um, can you call it a game? Or is it a way of life? I don't know. You tell me. Um, I, I yeah. beat you at chess, Lawrence. I'm challenging you now to a chess game. The next time I see you, I'm gonna, we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done, 100%. I love chess. Um, and that's one, <clears throat> yeah, well, I don't mind winning or losing. Do you know what I mean? I just actually enjoy playing it, you know. Um, trying to set up traps. Does it work? Did it not? Okay, you know. Um, no, I like that. So yeah, um, yeah, I like chess. <laughs> yeah, we're we're on, we're on, and I'm I'm seriously up for it. Um, wow. Listen, did I wondered about this as well? And I must say, for for everyone listening, your book "Dare to Change Your Life" with Random House is published on the eighth of April. Did writing the book help you mentally as well going into this? Yeah, definitely. You know, I feel with the way that my life has gone and like um, I'm quite um, in the moment and always pushing for the next thing. You know, so I win the British, I want the European, I win the I want the world, I want to unify. So that kind of stops me sometimes from looking back and seeing how far I've come. Um, I don't like doing it too much um, because obviously I don't want to get content. But it was good because it showed a lot of mindsets that I had to show. Um, and a lot of sacrifices I had to make to get to this position. Mm. So in the training camp, um, this it was really good because in the training camp leading up to um, this fight, everything was going um, brilliantly, you know, going into the December fight. And then going into this one, it was a much more difficult camp. I won't go into everything, but it was a much more difficult camp. And I had to remember a lot of the, um, a lot of the things that, a lot of the things that, um, helped me get to the position, like, you know, believing in myself, mm. um, you know, staying strong, even when obstacles come in the way. Um, so the book helped me remember how far I've come. So it helped me to um, to, to want to go out there and show, show who I am. Yeah, well done with the book as well, Lawrence. I know sometimes uh, we like to tell sports stars, just stick with your sport. Don't do anything else. You can yeah. do it all when you retire. Yeah. But I think it's important that sports stars have something else other than boxing especially boxing, which is such a tough mentally, physically sport. I think it's important that you have something else to do. 
and your book and your music. By the way, I love your song as well, by the way. Well done with that. (laughs) 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 It's a great song. It's a great song. Uh, I want to talk um, about sort of the progression from where you've come from to becoming a world champion. Look, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes in camp. You said, for example, this camp was tough. But have you surprised yourself how easy you've done it to go from... Again, look, you haven't had that much amateur background. Yes, you're an Olympian, but there isn't an amateur background behind that, really. It's not like you've had 100 fights. And you've done, you've done all this in 16 fights. Have you shocked yourself, do you think? Definitely. Uh, I could, I'll say, you know, I have all this confidence and belief that everyone talks about. But ultimately, you know, getting to the Olympics, um, I had 15 amateur fights. Yeah, yeah, exactly 15 amateur fights before I, I had my first international. And that was in, you know, October, November 2015. And I managed to qualify for the Olympics by April. So that's literally, you know, six months of international boxing and I was beating, you know, internationals. Do you get coming from? Mm. So that was a that was a big rise. Um that was like, you know what I mean? That, that generally I, that- ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That number of fights when I qualified for the Olympics, I think it was like 19 when I first went into the tournament. I could still be entering a, a novice tournament yeah, of yeah. under 20 bouts, but I was there qualifying for the Olympics. So definitely shocked myself there. And then as a professional as well, you know, there was, there's so many opportunities to slip up, you know. Um, okay, 16 fights doesn't seem like that many, but if we really stop and look, um, Glowacki's my first world-class, um, proven world-class operator. Mm. When you've had, at the time when I boxed um, Isaac Chamberlain, that was... We didn't know what his potential was going to go on to be. We still don't really. I haven't seen. I haven't seen much of him, but we didn't know what his potential was going to be. Yeah, we didn't know what mine was going to be, but we were too similar level. He was, most people said, more technically gifted. That was a that was a a serious fight. Do you know what I mean? Then we got Commonwealth Matty Askin. The Matty Askin fight. I was there for uh, that fight. I remember being there Matty for that. Mm. 
I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, <want> to... <laughs> I, I was gonna say I want my money back, but I got press accreditation. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Um, but then what I would say is that one was like a um, my tenth fight, or uh, yeah, that was my tenth fight. That was my actual number ten. And nothing like that. No, that was my tenth. Because Chamberlain was no, it might have been eleventh, tenth or eleventh. I can't remember anyway. Um, long story short. He was like a top 10 ranked fighter, tough, rugged guy, good chin. And that was potentially ahead of his time. Mm. Do, you, do you know what I'm saying? But I managed to get through it. So it's definitely, I had a lot, of, a lot of times where it could have gone differently, but, you know, I managed to find a way to win. So it has been, it's been a, it's been a, a good rise and I had shots myself, yes. Lawrence, um, please don't ever apologise for winning, yeah? I mean, yeah, yeah, I, you, can, you can like you can stink like the joint out for the next ten fights and become heavyweight champion of the world, and I do not care. Um, the, 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 the thing is this, right? Um, and you and I had this heart to heart at one time. I think you know we were filming one day for for a betting company, and like I, you know, I've seen a lot of boxing in thirty years of covering it, and like you're, we've, you know, I talked about this with you. You know this about yourself. Physically, you're a freak at the weight um, mm. because you're such a huge human being and, yeah. and your style is very, very awkward to overcome. And you proved that against Glowaski or Glowacki, as we like to call him. Whack the Glowack, we were shouting oh. on Saturday night. Um, but the, the thing is, what's, what's important now? I don't think you have had an easy rise. When I speak to you about things like, you know, you were 300 pounds, you were working in McDonald's in Victoria, and you you ran to the gym, you told your mum you weren't going to go to college, you, were, you, could, you weren't going to study anymore, you were getting in the gym to train, 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 you go and spar with Dillian White, you spar with Anthony Joshua, no one wants to spar him after he's Olympic champion, I know these things because you told me them, like you, mm. you've done the hard road, you did the hard road up to this point, because mm. you were ready, and that's the key. You were ready, and now you're ready for bigger things. Have you, by the way, becoming Anthony Joshua's first managed world champion, had a chat to the big fella? I haven't spoken. I don't know if sort of sugar. <laughs> but I don't know if we haven't. We've had some, you know, um, not, not on the phone, but we've had some uh, back and forth messages. Um, yeah. Again, you know, it's congratulations, but... He knows what my aspirations are, you know what I mean? So when we talk, it's it's never pats on the back and he knows that I don't respond to that, you know what I mean? I respond to what's next, let's go, let's get it, you know what I'm no, saying? No, you respond to a gold, a gold sky dweller, that's what you respond to. Yeah, see, now that was, that was Eddie. With AJ, it's uh, Ultima Forget. Has Chief been on the phone yet? I'm, I'm expecting you to go to Chief as any time from now. He was straight on the phone, okay? Chief okay. was straight on the phone. I knew it would be. I knew it would be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got the options there. He told me to go for roles. I think I would. I think I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> skin. But um, with um, with what's this called again? With uh, AJ, it needs to be. It needs to be an Ultima. Forget. I hope I said that right. Like just the AP. Uh, we said that we'll talk on Tuesday. I'm counting down the hours. 
<laughs> I can imagine so. Uh, Lawrence, look, time's run out, unfortunately for us. Uh, dude, me, me and Gareth can speak to you all day. But honestly, I, I say this on behalf of Gareth as well. Thank you so much for what you've done and good Thank luck. You. I mean, this is just the start as far as I'm concerned. We, we want to see those unification fights eventually in a couple of years, move up to heavyweight and do some damage there. That's where the big money is. Uh, but honestly, Lawrence, wish you so much. Uh, and congrats and well done as well. Honestly, mean it from the bottom of my heart. Well done. Cheers, ta Cheers, brother. All right, we're here every single Monday for that, for just for things like that. World champions right there, listening to them. But you are listening to Fight Night Extra here on TalkSport 2 with myself, Adi Oladipo and Gareth A. Davis. Remember, if you've missed any of the show and like to listen again, then you can check out our podcast over at TalkSport.com under the Fight Night banner. Parker down, it was a left hand, Parker doesn't really know where he is, it caught him absolutely flush, he didn't see it, it exploded on his jaw, and Dillian White is now in control of this fight, and is looking to stop Joseph Parker here in this ninth round. And the bell goes, and you can take it for almost granted now, that Katie Taylor is in the semi-finals, and for the 14th time in Olympic history, Ireland has won a medal, that's the 14th medal for Ireland in all sports since 1924. This is Fight Night Extra with myself, Adi Oladipo and the great Gareth A. Davis. Uh, we mentioned earlier in the show, but I think we need to go back to it because it is such a, a massive fight between Dylan White and Povetkin on the weekend. The ramifications for both the winner and the loser are huge and Eddie Hearn has spoken about this uh, as well. He's mentioned that this fight could be do or die for either the winner or the loser. But obviously, in particular, he's talking about Dylan White. Let's listen to what Eddie Hearn had to say. Oh, yeah, I'll be honest with you, Jim. I'm absolutely bricking it because, you know, it's <laughs> like we feel Dillian up to a position. Dillian's a great guy. You know, he come he come up from with no favours, you know, in terms of the boxing world. He didn't come through the Olympic system, had no amateur pedigree. He used to fight on undercard for nothing just to get a chance. You know, he got himself into a world championship position and last August, it came crashing down in, a, in just one of the most stunning knockouts and turnarounds in a heavyweight fight I've ever seen. Next week against Povetkin, it's all or nothing. You know, really he's fighting for his career in terms of world championship opportunities. If he loses to Povetkin next week, he's right at the bottom of that sort of elite heavyweight ladder of people queuing up for a shot. If he can win, he becomes mandatory again. And it's, it's one of them where, you know, he was controlling the fight, but imagine the confidence of Alexander Povetkin going into that fight, knowing that, you know, he rendered him unconscious in that fight. You know, he, he knocked him clean out. And there has to be doubts as, a, as an athlete and a man coming off a defeat like that. But Dillian is mentally very, very strong. And I'm really nervous about the fight because I want him to win so bad. I, I believe he will. I think he's got that little bit of nastiness back in him. Maybe he got a little bit more, you know, he got a little bit comfortable as his career and his life started progressing. But his back's against the wall now. He's got that nasty streak back. And I think he's going to go and try and you know, try and put this guy out. Eddie Hearn there speaking to Jim White and Simon Jordan about how important it is for Dillian White uh, to win. Um, what I don't like, Gareth, and I, I fully understand this is boxing, but obviously me and you, we cover both boxing and MMA. It's, it's not do or die in MMA if you have a couple of defeats. In boxing, it seems to be so. But it is a massively important fight for Dillian White. I mean, you can't lose back-to-back -back fights against Alexander Povetkin and still be in queue for a world title show. It's just not going to happen. No, absolutely. And, you know, there's... There's, there's so much in play here, Eddie, uh, in the Rumble and the Rock on Saturday night in Gibraltar, in that, you know, we don't know yet exactly what's happening with Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Mm. I was going to ask you for an update. I know you, I yeah. know you know more than most. 
Well, well, look, they're still not they're still not there with a venue and a date. That doesn't please Tyson Fury, I can tell you that, mm. and it doesn't please his side of the bargain. So it's not beyond the bounds that this fight doesn't go ahead and happen. So in that um, with that scenario for someone like Dillian White and Alexander Povetkin, even though they're focused on each other, they both know, or certainly Dillian does, that victory if Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua don't fight, he becomes the WBC interim champion. Mm. He's still got a viable fight with Tyson Fury. Yeah. He's still got a viable trilogy fight, if you count the amateur fight, in which he beat Anthony Joshua as a trilogy fight. Yeah. So it's about being ready. We talked about it with Lawrence earlier, being ready all the time. Ready for that call to put your boots on at 3 a.m. and go for it. And, I, and, and having spoken to Dillian in the build-up to this, again... Here's another man in a fantastic place. He knows that you lose sometimes. He dealt with the grieving of that, as you say, that coruscating left-hand knockout brilliantly. I was oh, there on the night. There was no stunning. crowd. All you could hear was five Russians screaming their heads off. The corner <laughs> that for must, Alexander That Pavetkin. alone must be quite scary. It was. The noise erupted from those five guys. It was like there was a riot going on. Mm. But the, the thing is... Dillian looked really good last time. I think he will do it again this time. It's still a really risky fight. It's a 50-50, but there are huge rewards at the end of it. If he loses, you mentioned MMA. If you're at that level in MMA, you've got not just three fights to win to get back to a title shot. You've got three really hard fights, mm -hmm. and that's what Dillian will face if he loses, he'll get no favours. He'll have to fight the Michael Hunters. Hergoviches. The Hergoviches, yeah. Mm. Flip Hergovich. Yeah. He'll have to fight the best up-and-comers. That's scary. Because he'll be the journeyman fall guy. Mm. But he'll still want to prove himself, and he's got it in him. I've always said to Dillian, I think you'll be a world champion one day, and I believe the guy will be. Yeah, he probably will be. Honestly, fantastic fighter. I mean, he's been close and he should have had that world title shot, but that's that's a whole nother, a whole nother section we don't have time for. Another fight that was mentioned when we talk about the heavyweights and ramifications for losers and winners, uh, a fight card in May headlined by um, Derek Chisora versus Joseph Parker. This fight was supposed to happen a few months ago. Joseph Parker pulled out because of a spider bite. It happens now. It's, it's, it's almost a different sell now, isn't it? I mean, Chisora's gone off and lost to Usyk. Uh, Joseph Parker didn't look good, let's be honest, against Junior Farr, we have to be honest. And now the headline in an event now. It's a good undercard as well so far, but um, what do you make of that as, as a main event? It's great. I mean, it's, yeah. I think it's a brilliant card. I mean, the, the thing is this, uh, for a start, I think, you know, no one's going to be bitten by a spider or fall into an ant's <laughs> nest or fall, in, fall into a, a vat of kryptonite this time. You know, it, it's going to happen. They've made the fight. Derek's chomping at the bit saying yeah. Joseph Parker's been avoiding him. Spoke to Joseph Parker on Saturday night. Mm. He's really, really up for this. He loves coming to the UK. Joseph's a wonderful guy to deal with. Um, the look, nicest. He's, been... he's the nicest heavyweight there is. Listen, he makes the best videos in lockdown oh, as well, let's be honest. Like his series, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> doing Grease and all those other movie so skits good. were brilliant. Look, yeah. and, and not only that, I think, you know, he's come here for very big fights. He came here and defended his, uh, was it, WBO title against Huey Fury. Mm. Then he came back and he fought Anthony Joshua in a really big event where the Quartezone, the referee, didn't let them fight each other for 10 rounds. Yeah. If you remember, he wouldn't let them near each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't want to tickle they, each other. They, they, yeah, you know? they weren't even allowed to touch each other, were they? They weren't, they, to weren't. they weren't allowed to touch. It's like they'd written a contract saying you can punch each other. Yeah. Don't you dare yeah. put any of each other's sweat on, on, on the <laughs> other man. Um, and then, of course, um, he had that amazing life and death 
I mean it in inverted commas, of life course. and death fight with Dillian himself. That goes 30 which, more seconds, he wins that. 30 more it seconds, he wins It was a brilliant fight. We did fight. it, I think we were report, we, I think we were broadcasting it live for Talk Sport that night, myself, Adam Catchell and others. And, you know, it was an extraordinary night. So Joseph Park has a following here. Derek Chisora has already, war has crossed into cult now, hasn't he? Mm. From the bad boy of British boxing, he gets it. He's always got a mad thing to say. Um, but I do like the card. Look, yeah, I mean, you've forgotten Natasha Jonas and Katie Taylor. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. I promise you, that's a great it's one. It's a pretty good undercard. It's a pretty good two. undercard Come as well. On. I honestly have to admit it. And then we get to see Chris Eubank Jr. back on these shores fighting again. We've hey, not seen him since James DeGill. And also, absolutely, you love Chris Eubank mm. Jr. He's always value. And also, Go on. Craig Richards is yes. getting an opportunity to step up, I think... The Go on. Two, maybe two and a half levels against Dimitri. I Bibble. have to be honest with you. That's the one fight that I was like, look, if you're Craig Richards, you have to take it. It's a world Absolutely. title fight. It's a good opportunity, big payday as well. But that's a massive, massive step up against a guy that everyone considers the, the second best light heavyweight in the world. It's a look, massive if, step up. Exactly. It, look, if Craig wins it, amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If he looks really good in it, amazing. You know, he can make his stock rise. He's got to go out there and do the job. Absolutely. All right, you're listening to Final Extra here on TalkSport 2 of myself, Adi Oladipo, and the voice there of the great Gareth A. Davis. Remember, we're here every single Monday afternoon to discuss all the latest from the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. If you have missed any other show today and would like to listen again, then you can check out our podcast over at TalkSport.com under the Fight Night banner. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. This is Fight Night Extra here on TalkSport 2 with myself, Adi Oladipo, and the great Gareth A. Davis. Remember, if you have missed any, any of today's show, you can always catch up with our podcast. Just search for the Fight Night wherever you download your podcast for access to all previous episodes. You'll, you'll sort of be able to check out some of the great stuff we do, such as Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and this is a good one, The Boy from Brownsville, The Mike Tyson Story. All right, Gareth, it's time to switch gears now and talk a bit of MMA. Um, we love a bit of MMA, don't we? Um, let's talk first about Khabib Namagomedov. Um, it's now official. He has retired. Dana White has given up on trying to get him back into the octagon. Um, he retires 29-0. I, I, just, I, I just want the 30. I, I don't know what it is. I want the 30, but to be fair to him, look, he's so dominant in that division. I mean, Michael Chandler would have been a good fight, but he's decided, you know, we are done. Um... Now he is done, I think it's, it's the perfect time to kind of look back and where is he in this kind of pound-for-pound pound elite of, of great MMA fighters? Is he above an Anderson Silva? Do you have him above GSP? Do you have him above John Jones? Where is he? Right now, he's not for me, but I think time will tell. I mm. mean, you know, you mentioned 29-0. He's 13-0 in the UFC. He only ever lost two rounds in his UFC career Crazy. in those 13 fights. Yeah, mm. and he, like, he made three title defences. But what he did was he, he's got an ultimate style. It's that ultimate UFC style, which is heavy-handed, mm. smother, um, fearless, great chin, incredible cardio. Oh, so incredible. the fight can go everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, he rolls with Daniel Cormier, the former heavyweight champion. So the thing is about him, what you've got to admire, and I think in time he will be on that Mount Rushmore with the names you mentioned, the Silvers, the Joneses the GSPs, but mm. I think, you know, the fact that his father passed away and his father was his coach from the age of six, yeah. the pledge to his mother that it, now his father's gone, he would stop. Mm. Um, yes, I'd love to have seen a 30th fight 
against like a Michael Chandler who has an incredibly exciting style. But and I think he would have won anyway. He would. He would have beat Chandler. The, yeah, but the, but the. There isn't anyone I'm desperate to see him that's fight. The problem, Maybe isn't McGregor it? again, but but that's only because I, it, it will be a massive event. Dana White will have tried everything. Mm. They've got their. They remember you got to remember they've got their disposal, Eddie. Probably he can probably earn fifty million dollars yeah, for that fight. Yeah. But his principle of being a sportsman and a man of his word is bigger than the money. And that's what I think will pass him into legacy in the end. Yeah, and I'm happy you mentioned the idea of the other fighters that we could possibly see him in against. And you're right, from from a commercial standpoint and how big it will be, yeah, Connor's got a massive fight. But from a competitive nature, I mean, he'll run through Connor again. I mean, I love Connor, but he'll run through Connor. We've seen him run through Dustin and Justin. There's no one out there that's like, oh, hello, unless he maybe rolls the dice at 170. There's no one out there. There's no point in rolling the dice at 170. He's not a big man. He's just under six foot. You know, the, the 170 guys out there are big people. They walk <laughs> yeah. around at two, two, 205 <laughs> They're huge, aren't they're they? They're 15 yeah. stone men. Yeah, yeah. they're cruise. They're, the, they're Lawrence Acoli weight, you know, when that's he fights. That's scary so, to think about. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, you you around people like Douglas Lima. He's a oh, big, big man. Yeah. He is a big... Um, you know, Darren Till was a welterweight. Big man. You know, they're not... They're, they're, they're the equivalent of light heavyweights. In, it's crazy or, or to think that Rumble, so. Rumble Johnson was once a welterweight. Crazy. Well, that comes from that crazy thing that, that, that in America, um, wrestlers are able to cut about 40 pounds. They've got methods of doing it with, you know, getting in the bath and saunas and all those things. Mm. But that's got to go out of out of MMA. I mean, I'm really looking forward to Rumble Johnson in the Bellator Light Heavyweight Tournament now, but how he made welterweight. I remember when he fought Dan Hardy mm. and he was oh kicking him left God, head I remember kicks. that. I mean, it really looked like David versus Goliath that night and Goliath mm. smashed him. You yeah, know? no, I mean, just look, They looked three weight divisions apart. No, it, it was crazy. Um, with Khabib going, it is now Oliveira versus Chandler for the uh, the vacant lightweight strap. Um, a lot of people have complained, but obviously there's a reason why it's Oliveira versus Chandler as opposed to Poirier versus maybe McGregor for it. What do you make of Oliveira versus Chandler as a fight, and how do you see that one going? Been around Charles Oliveira for a long time. He's a very mature fighter. He's had his dips, and but he's in mm-hmm. his purple patch at the moment. Brilliant Brazilian fighter. I love the fact he take. Well, I don't know if he still does it, but he used to wear his glasses to the octagon and take them off yeah. just when he did in the prep points. Um, bit, of, bit of Superman think, there, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well put. Um, you know, there's the there's there's his style. He can go everywhere. Got a great chin. He's heavy-handed. You know, against you know Michael Chandler, who's a guy who I really admire. I know him and his wife. She's a doctor. I know Michael from years at Bellator with him, and you yeah. know I love him even more. He adopted an African American child. I, I fell I, in I, love I, with. I, I, you know, I only recently saw that, and I I, I love that yeah. as well. When I saw that, yeah. I was. I was around him when it was happening, and mm. I, I was genuinely... He said, I fell in love with this child. He yeah. said, we went to meet... Me and my wife went to meet the child. Or they might have seen the child even on Zoom, mm. actually. And the minute... They, the second they saw him, they fell in love with him, you know? Lovely and then they story. went off to, 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 to meet him. And, mm. man, and, and honestly, I remember a lot of us in... Like, having tears at the press conference when his family were there, and we were talking about it. It was after a fight at the Forum in Los Angeles... Um, and it was just, he's, he's a really dangerous fighter, Michael. He, he's a seek and destroy. He's a mini Mike Tyson. He, you know, he's he really a seek is. and destroy type fighter. So if Charles Oliveira plays smart and takes Chandler down and smothers him, and he's a great wrestler as well. I think he was an NCAA Division I wrestler as well mm. as, a, as a youngster. So, 
you know, he's got everything, Chandler. He may well end up the champion. And then I'd like to see him against Poirier or against McGregor. You know, who knows? Uh, who knows indeed. What we do know is it's likely to be Poirier versus McGregor. Obviously, it's a big money fight, and you can understand why Poirier's decided to go that route as opposed to go for a title fight, right? You've got to get that. This is all, this sport's about, you know, the Benjamins, and he's going to make a lot of Benjamins in that Poirier versus McGregor uh, free, right? I mean, it is number three now. They're one apiece. Um, do you think we can see any improvements from McGregor to see him get the W over Poirier? Because I think Poirier right now is, is complete right now as a mixed martial artist. Yeah, he's definitely at his, in his prime and at his peak, Eddie, as you say. Um, you know, McGregor, when he beat him the first time, completely smoked him mentally as well, I think, yeah. going into the fight. And I don't know. You know, McGregor's been tweeting a lot recently, which has been unusual. You know, he's, mm. he's, been, he's right out there discussing things with people. And I think that's a good sign that he's very engaged um, and wants to be engaged and wants to be out there again. And, and Is that and enough, though? Is that enough? Is that enough well, to get past Poirier? He's a very, very fine fighter, Conor McGregor. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. Whether, and he's still a young man, remember? So, And he hasn't got loads of miles on the clock. Mm. He, he seems to have tiredness affect him after two rounds. That's strange, and, isn't it? it literally, yeah. his gas tank runs empty after two rounds. It's done. Yeah, and I think I think that may be something we see him work on. Yeah. He's definitely got the skill set to beat Poirier. There's no question about it. Hey, that first round, he nearly finished Poirier. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, hurt him a bit so, mm. You know, so he proved us wrong against Nick Diaz. I mean, I Nate Diaz, I didn't think he should have come back and fought Nate Diaz when, when McGregor lost to him the first time. But look what he proved when he came back. Indeed. He went through the difficult tunnel that he went through in the first fight and emerged the other side as as the champion and i think i think we'll see it this time he's a special person incredible self-belief and if he can get himself off the the hype train the notorious one train or get onto the notorious one train i think we could see an amazing performance we have 20 seconds gareth so it doesn't leave you long for this i do apologize one name ngano or miocic ngano's gonna do it ko we'll see you on monday <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you once again for downloading the podcast. We'll be live again next Monday on TalkSport 2. And if you miss us, make sure to subscribe to Fight Night Podcast to catch up with all our other episodes. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.